Peace and motherfucking blessings. I am Lenny Love, a.k.a. Len Bias, and this is my show, Len Bias. A place where we like to talk about things that go on in our minds, our lives, and our thoughts. First, let me say, Merry Christmas to the people that celebrate it. If you don't, happy holidays. If you don't give a fuck about none of that shit, then I'm, I'm with you on it, though. But uh, today's episode, we're going to go back to a little thing I did before where we're going to talk about war stories. Now, this one is titled War Stories, Getting Promoted Slash Smoked. And we're going to explain all that shit in there. But, you know, war stories, I just explain, you know, some of my time in the military, some of the crazy shit that I've been through, experienced, lived. And for the record, this is a true story. So let's get the fuck into it. So it's 2009, right? I'm in the Army, active duty, serving in Korea. And it's time to go to the field. Now, let me explain what the field is to you. Excuse me. Basically, the field is when you go and you train as if it's like simulated wartime experience. So, you know, you're going to depend on your job. You're going to perform your job if it's as if it was wartime. So we out in the field. It's like a good October, November. I want to say like October, I think. But maybe November. Who knows? But it's like October, November 2009. And I'm in the field, like I said. So they trying to send me back to the base for training. So I'm like, all right, cool. I get out the field. And I ain't tripping. You know, I get a little break from living in the dirt and all that shit. I'm with it. But here where the problem came in. Training was boring as fuck. Now, my job in the military, I was a 92 Yankee. Anybody that you know familiar with that shit, they know what that is. But for those that ain't, 92 Yankee. That's a supply specialist and shit. Basically, you know, you busting down the supplies for the soldiers and shit. I knew when I got into the military, I, look, I bust this shit, but I'm trying to be in the background and just get my chicken, you know. <laughs> but anyway, so after the second day, I decided, look, this shit boring. I got a girl that lived, I got a girl named Avis. She lived down in uh, Seoul, Korea, because she in the military too. So that's like a two-hour ride or whatever. So I'm like, Fuck this I'm about to go link up in Seoul, Korea Have a little party with my shorty Fuck this trainer And let me explain who Avis was Now Avis We came into Korea together It was like a group of like six of us Six black people and one white dude And we was like a little click and shit And the white dude he was hooded in all of us You best believe This nigga was from South Philly the Nigga ain't Spires and shit Like I don't Put it like this Like some people you know Like the white boy being the click he still can't say nigga, no. He he cussing the bitches out. Like he with the shits. South Philly nigga spires or whatever. But me and Avis, we cool. So we friends or whatever. And I ended up fucking this chick named uh, I think her name was like Morrison or some shit. I know she was Jamaican from New uh New York, New York, excuse me. But I was fucking with her when I first got there. You know, we get there, you see people attractive. Fuck it, let's link up. I pop shorty or whatever. But long story short. Avis was supposed to holler at my man, but my man was on some bullshit. Like, look, man, I'm going to holler at her when I feel as comfortable and this or that. So one day, my drunk ass just take the phone from him. And I'm like, yo, what's up with it, man? My man on some bullshit. I'm trying to fuck you. And she was down, basically, for better. <laughs> like, to say, uh, I don't want to just put it out there like I'm a pimp when she was a hoe. No, I want no shit like that. But it's just, you know, aggressive and shit. Like, look, my man bullshit. What's up? You want this dick? And she was with it. So that's how I ended up being with Avis or whatever. So fast forward. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to go kick it with Avis down to Seoul, Korea. So I went down there. I skipped the training. 
Now, you best believe, even in Korea, even in the military, niggas still find weed. So we hide in the motherfucker. Like, we smoking. We getting smoked out. We get a little hotel room. And we fucking it. You know, we fucking. So we kicking it or whatever. But, you know, I wasn't on that time. I was young and dumb. Like, 20 years old, probably. No, I think I might be 21, maybe 22 at this time. I'm not even sure. But, uh... I'm like, look, I'm tired of hanging with her. She got an attitude, whatever. So I called another bitch up that, that lived down there. I'm like, listen, what's up with it? Matter of fact, Avis didn't even live in Seoul, Korea. She lived in some shit called Camp Humphreys, which is two hours away from Seoul, Korea, and four hours away from where I was staying. And it was like, uh, where was, I was standing like Dongdechon or some shit like that, like five, I say like a good five, ten minutes away from North Korea, if you ask me. But uh, so we smoking, we fuck. And I'm like, I ain't feeling that attitude. I'm going to uh, hook up with somebody else. So I called my little chick Devin up and shit. Devin, I met in basic training. Nice little body. She a bodybuilder now. That shit look weird, but whatever. Uh, I called Devin up like, yo, shorty, what's up? Let's link up. I'm trying to bust that ass or whatever. <laughs> you know, young nigga shit. So we linked and we chilling and shit. I think we went out, went out shopping and we ran into my nigga Sanders and shit. So Sanders, he a wild nigga. I think Sanders from like North Carolina or something. Don't get me mistaken. My bad, bro, if you listening to this. But uh, Sanders, crazy funny nigga. Like to me, he's Dave Chappelle mixed with Chris Rock, but not telling jokes. That's just who the nigga is. Like he's just naturally funny. So I'm kicking it with Dev. Then we run into Sanders. Me and Sanders start running in a couple stores and shit. So this nigga Sanders stole this designer book bag. I think it was like a, a Gucci or Louis Vuitton. Put it like this. This nigga was early Jello Ball, Leangelo Ball. Like we in this foreign country. This nigga just walk in the store, put the book bag on, walk the fuck out. So I'm kicking it with this nigga, and I'm like, man, I gotta get back to the crib. I'm tripping out here. They gonna catch me. I'm getting in trouble. So long story short, I take the ride back to the crib. Because it's like, all right, you got one more day till it's time to go to the field. Or I think I had to be back to the field that night. So I had to hurry up and get the fuck back. So I went back home, get ready, get to the field or whatever. I smoke a little K2. Now anybody, you know, 2000 and it's almost 2020. So we all know about K2 and Spice and all that shit. But back in, you know, 2009, 2010, that was our shit. Especially, you know, after we stopped smoking weed or I, I got in trouble for smoking weed. So everybody was hip to it. Like, all right, let's calm the fuck down. <laughs> So we smoking that K2 shit, and that's a whole different story with that K2 shit. Like, we we had that shit popping. Niggas be dying off that shit now, but we had some good shit. I don't give a fuck nobody say. But I'm high as shit on the bus. I'm like, oh, I ain't never felt this high before. I can't control this shit. I'm not realizing this is only a 30-minute intense high, but I'm high as fuck. So I get back to the uh, field that night. Everything groovy. Don't nobody know shit. I come, I go get in my little bunk or whatever. I go to sleep. I wake up the next motherfucking day. Don't you know they know everything? They're like, yo, you ain't go to the training. It's rumors that you went down to Seoul, Korea, and this. I'm like, no, I ain't going to Seoul. I went to the training. Listen, we know you ain't finished the training. We got the transcripts and all that shit. So I'm like, fuck, I fucked up. So these niggas, they smoke me. So basically when you get smoked in the military, it's like, it ain't like the streets where niggas smoke you, you dead. But it's kind of the same. It's like they trying to basically get you to physical... Uh, muscle, basically just like you're done. They're going to wipe you out. They're going to make you do push-ups and all types of exercises that's going to fuck your body up. And it's basically like a little mini ass whooping or whatever. But I ate that shit. Like, oh, what you want me to do? Said a nigga like, push-ups. All right, get down. Put Roll down the hill. I'm rolling down in dirt. Get up. Run in place. Push-ups. 
roll up the hill. I'm like, how the fuck I'm gonna roll up a hill? Like, best believe a nigga rolled up the hill somehow. <laughs> but yeah, that shit happened for like 15, 20 minutes. Just all intense. Push up, get up, this, run, do this, that. I'm like, all right, you know what? I deserved it, whatever. So I got smoked for skipping the training. No biggie. So I get up. I'm like, yo, I'm being some big ass trouble over this. They're going to draw on me. I might get an Article 15. Article 15 is when you get in trouble in the military or whatever, like written up, basically. So I'm, that's what I'm thinking. So the 15 minutes is over, me getting smoked. And my sergeant, he's a bitch ass nigga anyway. Shout out Sergeant Davis with your bitch ass nigga. You know I done chumped you a couple times, but whatever. Uh, my sergeant, like, get up. Go change your uniform and shit. So I'm like, what the fuck you want me to change my uniform for? If you just smoke me, nigga, you want some hate and shit, now you want me to get clean. So I changed my uniform. I come back out. Everybody in formation. I'm like, oh shit, they gonna snitch on me, tell me tell what I did in front of everybody. So everybody get a good laugh. Know that, you know, private they used to call me either red or Philly. So either private red or private Philly gonna be in trouble and shit. So I come outside, I get into formation. All I hear is, it's promotion time. Private share, step up. <laughs> so I'm like, wait, 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 did they just call my name? Because like I said, they usually they call me Red or Philly. So I hear my last name get called. I'm like, wait, promotion? I just got the fucking trouble. So come to find out, I was already in line to get the promotion and shit. That's why they sent me to the training. So if I would have completed the, well, whether or not, whether or not I completed the training, it didn't matter. I was getting promoted. That's how that shit went down. But I'm thinking, fuck, I get promoted for or whatever. And come to find out, I got promoted. I, I did some shit in history that ain't never been done. I got promoted. And that's how I know it was October. So I got promoted in October to uh, like a private two, PV2. And then in November, when shit never happens like this, I got promoted to a, a PFC, private first class and shit. But in my head, I'm like, what the fuck I'm getting promoted for? I just did some crazy shit. But I got promoted. And I was shocked. And it was just like, that showed me about the military words, though. Most people were like, uh, you know, you got to be a good follower to be a leader. But it was like, they knew I was a good leader, even though I did crazy shit. So I was in line to, you know, get promoted and and just, you know, advance throughout my military career. But that wasn't the time I was on while I was in the military. Because don't get it wrong, I was a great soldier, smart man. But I was a young nigga. So my mind, listen, man, we running these career streets. We fucking, we drinking, we smoking. And that was my mind. So mindset. So just to get promoted, I ain't going to say it, it fuck with me. Like, oh, well, I can do whatever and still get praised or whatever. But it just let me know, like, yo, people got big expectations of you. And you let people down with some of the shit you do. So with this story, I just want to say that, you know, do the right thing. And I ain't just saying, like, do what other people want. Do what you know is the right thing. If you know that, yo, I got to be to work at 8. No, don't show up to work at 8.15 or 8.30. Show up to work at 7.45. Do the right thing. And it, you may still get the results you wanted even if you didn't do the right thing. But imagine if you did. Imagine how should it be different. If you just take that one moment to say, you know what? This is what I want to do, but this is what I should do. And that's what I take from that situation. I was a young man living my life, doing what the fuck I want to do. But imagine if I did what I needed to do. And with that, I just want to say Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. More episodes coming soon. Different topics, basketball, war stories, life. We got you. I got you. I appreciate you listening. This has been Lens Bias. Peace.